This is the Coach Brew Show. This is also the world's shortest podcast intro. 100% genuine, grade A prime, faux street cred. Welcome everybody to the Coach Brew Podcast. That's right, you heard that correctly. 100% authentic, genuine, grade A prime, faux street cred. Okay, um, that probably requires a little elaboration, I realize. It's early. So, uh, I am coming to you today to discuss the importance of actual street cred by giving you shocking, horrifying, what will be very surprising examples of fake, bought and paid for, kind of illusions of credibility or social proof. Yeah, I am uh, peeling back the curtain and showing you just how corrupt, not not necessarily the media, but industries are. Um, And we already know the media is corrupt, so there's that. Um, Fun fact, did you know? Well, let's start here. Have you heard of the Hollywood Walk of Fame? The famous, soon to be infamous, Hollywood Walk of Fame, where, you know, all the, quote, celebrities, actors, entertainers, famous people have a gold star in the sidewalk on Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood, California, uh, recognizing their outstanding achievement in their field their contribution to the arts let's put all that in air quotes first outstanding achievement their quote contribution to the arts or their art whether it's entertainment music movies tv uh, literary work actual art painting whatever i don't know who necessarily gets a star you're about to find out why and how shockingly many people get stars now it used to be that you earned a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame well that's changed in recent years they're now for sale yes you can buy for the low 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 price of I don't know how much it's probably astronomically high Uh, you can buy a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. If you have some level of celebrity in some way. And here's how it works. Now, um, let's say, for example, a record label or a film studio, like a production studio, or an agency, like, you know, whatever agency your agent works for, can purchase for you a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame to add to your 100% grade A prime, genuine, inauthentic faux street cred, which will, in theory, because of the optics, up your fees and all that. Brew, what the hell does any of this have to do with me and my business? That is why I tune into this podcast religiously rate it 
review it, subscribe to it, get the little notification bell, and tell all of my friends, family, relatives, colleagues, coworkers, employees about your podcast. Because you always make it relatable to my work, what I do, and who I am. Well, hold on, Sparky. We're getting there. Buckle up. I need you on board for this. So how this relates to you is, quite simply put, we, and we talk a lot about this on the podcast and in my writing, the importance of discernment. Where are you getting your information? You know, we just came out of a, quote, pandemic uh, that revealed to us <laughs> uh, the importance of finding credible sources for information. You, know, you didn't really hear the term misinformation used much before the uh, pandemic. I'm not saying it wasn't used. I'm just saying it wasn't used nearly as much. There have been misinformation campaigns going on since our country was founded. My point being, it's never been easier to misdirect fake and buy your way. That's probably the fastest way to the illusion. I won't say credibility. The illusion of credibility. The fastest way is to buy it. And it's not just a Hollywood Walk of Fame where, you know, there's a sticker price attached to a star on that sidewalk. It's a ton of other industries. Case in point, Exhibit A, my industry, one of my industries, being an author. The Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and New York Times bestseller lists are littered with authors. I use that term loosely, author, because usually these are the same people who got a ghostwriter to write their book for them. Yeah, that's how intelligent, talented, and interesting they are. They needed someone to write their book for them. Anyway, uh, authors buy their way onto each of those lists. It is not a pure meritocracy like the New York Times would like to let you think it is. There have been many books that have significantly outsold other books, like by a factor of 10, but because those authors either had a narrative that didn't fit with the uh, political direction that publication leans, in the case of Clay Travis and two of his outstanding books, um, they didn't make the bestseller list, even though they significantly outperformed many others that were on the list. Uh, In the case of Granger Smith, Uh, former country music artist turned uh, pastor he released his book Like a River and because it has uh, a spiritual message and because he didn't buy his way onto the list he was excluded until members of his team and publisher really called BS on the New York Times publicly exposed them and then magically Yeah, magically, his name then appeared on that list. So my point being, people use positioning to gain influence, to increase their fees. And they're buying positioning, and it's a gamble. 
Like, will I make more than I'm spending on this campaign? It's like, in a way, it's like advertising, sadly. Um, Which means discernment's even more important for you, your business, your family, where you're getting your information, who you're getting it from. Uh, I think one of the best pieces of advice I've ever given anyone when they're either looking to hire a coach, a consultant, or even flat out looking to hire me is like... Don't hire someone you wouldn't, who hasn't done what you're attempting to do and wouldn't, you wouldn't want to trade places with. I've used the definition before on this podcast, but the word sensei, you know, martial arts master, uh, you know, a karate instructor, a kung fu instructor, sensei. Um, the definition of that is one who has gone before. And that's an important detail. You know, it's not just a, a name thrown around, oh, sensei. It's one who has gone before. You want to become a black belt? You're going to learn from a black belt, a sensei, because they've gone before. You're going to get trained. So you have people buying credibility in all sorts of industries. Halls of fame are another one. I don't mean athletic hall of fame or baseball hall of fame necessarily. I don't know the... uh, I don't know the politicking and horse trading that goes on in those, but I can tell you, you know, certain halls of fame in business and things like that, people are buying their way on. They're not saying, here's a check for $150,000, put my name in the hall of fame, but, you know, they are uh, making donations to an organization to curry favor, to get appointed or nominated. Uh, And so much of it is just puffery and, you know, boosting your ego. But the problem becomes there are a lot of people that you wouldn't want to trade places with in life who have, quote, expert positioning. I mean, I I wear the fact that I did not make the New York Times bestseller list like a badge of honor. Another canary in the coal mine with all this to show you it's just getting worse is verified Twitter accounts, verified Instagram accounts, verified Facebook accounts. You can buy verification. You're not an expert. You paid 150 bucks to get a blue check mark next to your freaking name and you're a nobody. Like people and the public are figuring this out more and more in every industry. How are you using discernment in yours is my big question. What, what's your filter? Your BS filter. You will see more and more. Sorry. You will see more and more people relying strictly on word of mouth advertising, word-of-mouth recommendations in their industry. But that word-of-mouth is going to come from people, you know, in their very tight circle, you know, their sphere of influence, their trusted advisors. Because, quite frankly, and I'm not trying to make this sound like doom and gloom, I'm just warning you and, and... you know, sharing a lesson with you, like you need to use discernment now more than ever. Because so much can't be trusted. Trust is at an all-time low. You know, the Gallup organization does a survey. You know, they do those Gallup polls on just about everything. 
Well, they do one every year on the least trusted profession in America. And you go ahead and guess what the least trusted profession in America is. I'm actually driving to go get my car serviced. Ironically or coincidentally, not sure which. Um, But yeah, the least trusted profession in America every year for many, many, many years. Something like 28 years at least running is salesmen, specifically car salesmen. And yeah, I know it's painting with a broad brush. I've had an outstanding, well-respected, trusted car salesman, Corey Credo, uh, on my podcast. A shout out, Patriot Subaru. Anyway, um, you think of these stereotypical used car salesmen when you think of sales. You know, someone in a bad suit with slick back hair talks fast and is trying to get one over on you. And it's not just cars. It's sales in every profession service industries as well not just products well sales got knocked off of their perch just a couple of years ago you want to guess by who that's right as we enter an election year it's important to point out sales got knocked off of their number one ranking their their high perch by politician. And number three, any guesses on number three? It's really politician adjacent. Um, they say politicians are like, what, recovering lawyers or lawyers are like recovering politicians. I forget which. Anyway, it's lawyer. Yeah, so what do they all have in common? They all have in common manipulation, not facilitation. Where what you think of when you think of these professions is they're doing something to you not something for you most of the time. Now, there are exceptions to every rule, so if you're a salesperson, a politician, or a lawyer, and you're offended by this, first, look in the mirror. Second, if none of what I'm saying pertains to you, be honest with yourself, then you can't be offended. I'm not talking about you. You're the exception to the rule. So, discernment is key now more than ever. Who do you trust? Who would you trade places with? They're doing, quote, so well, right? We tend to glamorize experts and celebrities in all sorts of professions. And that will be part two of this two-part podcast series here. Um, The uh, glamorization and objectification of the wrong people in the wrong professions. But... I want to keep this short because I know the average commute is around 23 minutes in the U.S. each direction. And we're closing in on 15 here. So um, I hope this has been helpful to you. I would encourage you, your homework is to really put people under a microscope. People who are pitching you, people who are trying to sell you something, uh, your existing vendors. There's nothing worse than finding out someone you trusted and thought was a credible source. Someone you trusted and firmly believed is an expert. You got fooled. So put them under a microscope. Check out their credentials. I'll leave you with this. I got um, an email pitching me on, I don't know how I ended up on this list. 
um, pitching me on becoming a quote mindset coach for athletes. Well, yeah. Um, and I examine the source. It's somebody who was an athlete, sort of, and has a bachelor's degree in English, and just woke up one morning and decided. I'm going to be a, quote, mindset coach with no education, formal or informal training or mentoring, uh, being a protege, with anything having to do with mindset or psychology or peak performance. Anyway, uh, and now, you know, they are so great at what they do. They don't actually do it. They're just trying to profit off of certifying others to go do it. First of all, you don't need certification, sadly. But uh, I just always look at the source of everything in people's background. If I Google you, and I encourage you to do this, Google all your customers, Google all your vendors, Google anyone that's pitching you anything. If there's no digital footprint, there's a minimal digital footprint, they don't have significant credentialing and... um, training, apprenticeship, whatever, you know, experience. Let's call it experience. In their bio or on their LinkedIn profile or anywhere on their website, enormous red flag. Don't turn and walk away, turn and run. So I would use Google and I would use discernment. And that is my advice for you. And I will continue this topic in the next episode of the Coach Brew Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, I'd really appreciate it if you would rate and review the podcast and subscribe. That's how we, uh, I won't say, hey, that's how we keep the lights on around here because everyone says that and it's not true. But that is how we help more people is by referral, by being you know that trusted source and advisor and word of mouth. So I'd appreciate it if you'd share it And if you're not already subscribed, if you do that, many thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you in the next episode for part two. Thanks for listening to the Coach Brew Show. If you're not currently subscribed to the podcast, sign up now on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And for more information to turn your potential into performance, head on over to coachbrew.com now.